anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceiling does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. I know words. I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Peddling Fiction Podcast. I am your host, the voice and soul of so-called fiction, Johnny Profita, and back with me is Justin, the hillbilly boy, Campbell. What's going on, man? Nothing too much. It's uh, cool. The, the leaves have turned. It's beautiful. We've got a nice ground cover of just golden orange leaves. It's fall has arrived. Oh, of course, you don't get to experience any of that down there. It, but. No, my fall is here, too. It's dropped a, a few degrees. The rain has stopped. I think we've turned a corner as well. I took a the the jacuzzi is working for the first time in like since ever I think the first time in fifteen years for the longest time I thought it was just a fake jacuzzi <laughs> they just put it in to make it look like we had a jacuzzi and it was never like hot or anything but yeah it's been a little brisk at night cooling down like probably into the sixties or something like that and uh, yeah go take have like a little workout then go take a dip in the pool and uh, jacuzzi for a little bit. It's been, uh, yeah, the, the next few months I'm very excited about weather-wise. Um, other than that, though, I don't have much to report except for really frustrating computer issues that we were kind of talking about beforehand. <laughs> Password changes and IT cybersecurity has been driving me fucking crazy. We have these password changes we got to do every month. And, of course, I always fucking miss it. <laughs> because they give you the worst so first thing in the morning they'll be like hey your password's going to expire in seven days okay now i don't need a reminder every day for seven days well apparently i do because i still fucking missed it but like giving me a reminder at 6 30 in the morning a week before it's going to happen is worthless I, I need to be reminded like right when it's happening like alarm bells need to go off be like hey you need to fucking change your password because you're going to have like the biggest nightmare ever if it expires before you change it. Now, why that makes a difference, I have no idea. I have no idea. But my the you know the geniuses that work in my IT department have decided that we need a 14 character password, 14, which is like a sentence, a long sentence. It's almost like I've probably seen like shorter paragraphs, uh, you know, when you're like grading idiots papers in school. 14 characters, letters, uppercase, lowercase, numbers, and special characters are all involved in this thing. And yeah, of course, you know, I get the message at like 630 and then I do a full day's work and, I, you know, I just forget, you know, before you close down that the next day at like 10 a.m., it's going to expire. And the next day is all for the last three times. It's always been on like an off day for me, like my off Friday. And so I, yeah, I never fuck the day of, I'm never actually working to fix it. And I, dude, I'll change the password and it'll change like kind of on half of my things. And then the rest of them don't, it doesn't register. And I don't know how to make it fucking register. And so long story short, apparently it causes like a lot of bad login attempts. And there's like thousands of them. So my ID department's like, what the hell are you doing over there? I don't know. Just illegally working from mexico no big deal my my computer for work keeps telling me i need to update and the last time that i ran a system update I, at work i have a three screen setup on my desk and last time i ran a system update it disconnected two of the screens and it wouldn't let me wouldn't let me reconnect back to them i had to go in it took me four and a half hours to remove the last three updates and then manually reinstall corrected updates to 
get me access to all of my screens again. Uh, I spent four and a half hours fighting with, and of course I work nights. There's no IT at night. We we have a uh, an IT guy on call. Yeah, that that means you send him an email and he follows back up with you at nine thirty the next morning when you're already in bed. So I I fall with it for four and a half hours, and it keeps telling me I need to update again. I'm like, fuck you. There is no way in hell I'm updating and going through ha- spending half of my night fighting with this thing just to be able to do my job. And so I'm never updating my computer ever again. Uh, I, IT is going to have to come like steal it from me and and do it themselves. It is just unbelievable. The easiest fucking things they manage to fuck up. Like it's a password change for me, an update for you. And of course, every time they update something, shit goes wrong. Like I'm terrified when my phone is like, hey, it's time to update. Yeah. What's going to be wrong with this update? What what am I going to lose functionality on now? Right. And, you know, don't they like the most secure things are like the oldest technology? You know, they use like those huge fucking floppy disks for like the nuclear codes or something, because they can't be hacked. Like, shouldn't we stop updating everything? <laughs> Let me have my 1996 cybersecurity shit going on so that they can't, it's like too old for all these like really high tech geeks to fucking hack into. <laughs> that There is something to be said for that. Uh... <laughs> anyway. anyway, well, I'm still having a much better day than uh, some of the people that have been, in the news lately should we should we start with alex jones God. 965 yeah. million dollar um fine that he has to pay or damages i guess he has to pay how many people is that supposed to go to i'm not sure there's number one the the amount is way way over the uh maximum limit that the state allows so so they can't like they can't enforce the whole thing. I can't remember what the max is. It's like 115 million or something is like the max. But so he, he won't have to pay the whole thing. And the way the whole trial went down, uh, if his if his team of lawyers is even remotely competent, they should be able to get the whole thing thrown out because the judge pretty well showed her ass throughout the entirety of it. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, just the just the ruling itself and the precedent that that sets that you, you can't say anything. You free speech is a uh, free, free speech is fictional. That's, it's not a thing that you actually have. You can't, you can't say anything, which this should apply to all the COVID narrative. Right. I mean, right. Well, that, that was one of the points I was making on Twitter is just how outrageous this is, because I think it was, it was either the same, maybe it was the day before, the story broke uh, where they had a, a Pfizer. Um, uh, what was the position that she was at? Like international something or other. It was some some executive. executive right? yeah. yeah. Executive at Pfizer admits under oath that, oh, no, we never tested the the um, the vaccine against transmission. So every single claim that the vaccine would prevent you from transmitting the the virus was complete bullshit it was based on absolutely nothing it was based on hope and change like there was a 2008 obama campaign it was it's such fucking it, it's so outrageous like i i feel completely vindicated on the one hand but at the same time it's like infuriating that they can fucking do this and get away with it for so long and Hundreds of millions of people bought into that. They injected themselves with an experimental gene therapy that nobody has any idea what's what it's going to do because they didn't test it. They tested it on like a couple fucking rats, <laughs> the, the boosters, at least. And the original trials, we're talking like 15, 30 people in, in some of these trials. And then they abandoned the fucking control group because they, they felt uncomfortable once they realized it was safe and it's such bullshit, dude, none of this stuff was tested, especially long-term. They rushed it to market. They're making these ridiculous claims that they have no, not, not only no proof of, but they didn't even test it. Didn't even test it. And they're going around Fauci's out there. The media's out there. The, the entire, the, you know, the president, the entire government, everyone is telling you, oh, yeah, like you can't transmit it and you can't get it if you and it, it's all bullshit. 
and hundreds of millions of people have put themselves at risk now. And we're starting to see the side effects of this. Uh, people are just dropping dead left and right randomly. No explanation. Uh, myocarditis, who that one actress, somebody posted in our, our private Facebook group, that actress that got uh, Bell's palsy, half her face is fucking paralyzed now because of, she got the vaccine. And it's just like, there's going to be nothing. There's no repercussions for that whatsoever. You can, you know, people have literally died from this. Um, you can ruin hundreds of millions of lives potentially uh, based off of fraudulent claims and nothing will happen to you. There will be no repercussions whatsoever. Alex Jones, who, dude, I still don't even really know what he said about Sandy Hook other than like there were like crisis actors or something. Yeah, he was talking about the crisis actors. He was like, and a lot of the stuff that he was saying was plausible like it wasn't like it was something that was way way out of left field like and and that's the whole thing of this uh this trial and this this ruling is it's all based on like, like he hurt people's feelings there's no like he did there nothing that he did actually like had negative outcome on any of these people he it hurt their feelings it's like you know, it's like being a holocaust denier it's like uh, okay I don't know what to tell you. Like you, you, I guess you don't have to believe that this happened, but it did. So who cares? And by the way, how many people would have actually heard what he had to say if they didn't blow it up into this huge story? Like nobody, like I don't listen to Alex Jones. The only reason I know about this is because of the fucking hoopla around it. And who was hurt by this? Honestly. I mean, it's a defamation lawsuit and like slander and libel and all this shit. But like, really, who did he hurt and how were they damaged by this? Yeah, it's everything about it is pretty nuts. There's there's not a lot. I, I just like I said, I can't see how I can't see how it got there to begin with, except for like the people who were bringing the suit made sure that they got the right judge. They made sure that they got the right jury. Like They made sure that they got it in the right district. Uh, appeals they won't have those uh, when it goes to appeals they won't have that ability so that's where you'll see it be a little more fair and it's probably going to be a a drawn out process but like throughout the whole thing alex jones she the i don't know how much of it you watched or have have checked in on as it's been going on but the every time that alex jones would try to talk the judge would like cut him off and tell him he wasn't allowed to say that he wasn't allowed to say like he uh, she she really showed her ass majorly on multiple occasions. So I I can't see that it stands up. But just the just the ruling itself is yeah. Bad. The fact that so yeah, like I said, Pfizer, no tr no problem there. I mean, clearly we already gave them fucking immunity from any sort of uh, repercussions. But then all these other people making these fraudulent claims based on nothing, based on a lie, that had real world you know, um, repercussions on people. Like people are actually damaged by this physically, mentally. Um, you know, some, some people lost their fucking children from giving them this vaccine because they thought not only was it safe and effective, but that it would prevent transmission. And, oh God, I wish there was like, I'm waiting for like the, the media mashup clip of them just saying like that it prevents transmission. If you take it, you can't transmit it or get it. And it's just like, wow. So Alex Jones says, like, he doesn't think that this school shooting happened and he has to pay a billion dollar fine. <laughs> a billion dollars. Nine hundred and sixty five million, I think, was the final number. That is just insane. Like, how can these two things both exist at the same time? I don't understand what the criteria of that number was. Like, Where does that even Okay, I know where it comes from. They said at the beginning of the trial, I'm pretty sure the I know I know the lawyers for the other side said it. And I, I think I think the judge even said something to this extent as well, that they wanted to uh, make it where he was financially like financially. They wanted to make it where he didn't exist anymore. Like they wanted to use this to wipe Alex Jones, Infowars, and everything that he's attached to off the face of the earth with 
with this uh, with this ruling. I, I mean, a billion dollars will do it, but I don't. Like I said, I don't think it'll stand up. But man, like they they really went all out to to prove that if you do not toe the line on whatever the narrative is, we will remove you from civil society yeah. just wholesale. It's, we'll, yeah, it's fucking outrageous, dude. It is outrageous, and it's so brazen. And it's just right in front of you. You know exactly why they're doing this to him. It's not because he said, you know, he didn't believe that this school shooting happened or, or whatever. It has nothing to do with that. I mean, there, there are so many outrageous claims that are made across the Internet every day that go unchallenged. And to think that this of all the things, especially all the things that he's said, like just take all of his outrageous things that he said that this is the one that garners a, a 965 million dollar uh, fine it, it's just absolutely ridiculous yeah it's pretty nuts uh, yeah and i mean on that topic like think of all the things that he said all of the crazy stuff that he says and this is right like, and, and and what point do you just like all right he's just a fucking crazy person you know it's like going after like a homeless guy that's on the side of the road fucking yelling obscene things <laughs> It's like, all right, like, how are we just going to pick this one thing and try to and try to go after him for everything that he's got? And then, I mean, I'm sure he doesn't even have close to a billion dollars. Well, maybe he does. I don't know how much fucking money that guy makes. I know he's pretty well off, but. I don't think it's anywhere near a billion. I doubt it. I highly doubt it. Um, I mean, super male vitality. <laughs> It is, you know, we do need a lot more of it. So maybe a uh, business has been booming lately. It, it's just, yeah, I mean, it's fucking crazy that 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 can happen in and just in America is it's such a fucking outrageous shakedown. Like I don't care what you said. There, there's no justification for that sort of a fucking uh, railroading, in my opinion. And if we are gonna have that, then how do we get away with the, the fucking big pharma? And every lie that's been told over the last two years, like where where's the fine for that? How do we go after the fucking government for that? Well, on top of so they the Pfizer executive said that they didn't do testing for transmissibility. I posted an article from the blaze that went through the whole like that went through the transcript of the um, I can't remember what the position that. The politician was in who who asked her the question but like they have the back and forth and it went through the whole transcript of the back and forth and and kind of laid the whole thing out and the headline says you know they that pfizer executive admits that they didn't test transmissibility i got hit with a fact check and it blocks the article out like you have to you have to click on the cy and then actually go into the article you couldn't act, just see the article because this fact check was covering it and the the fact check said that that this it didn't even it didn't even say it was misinformation or that it was false it just said uh no contest or doesn't warrant fact checking because they never test vaccines for transmissibility like okay fine that's fine maybe let's say that's true let's say that they never test that they never test vaccines or medicines like this for for transmissibility. They just test to see if it prevents the disease itself in the person who gets it. They spent a year selling that if you got this shot, it would prevent you from transmitting it to other people. So yeah. Like, yeah, you can't make the claim unless you have like clinical trials. I mean, think of all the, you know, I, I you ever watch Shark Tank and like somebody comes on that show and they have like a weight loss pill or something or like something that they claim will help you lose weight? Like you can't make these fucking claims you know, without like serious clinical trials to back up what you're saying. And they can just fucking run with it. Like if you tried to do this in the real world, you were just a company that wasn't, you know, did, didn't have protections of the fucking federal mafia behind you. You, you would be fucking put out of business immediately. You'd be hit with billion dollar fines left and right. 
but you know, when it comes to this vaccine, just everything goes out the window. It's so fucking bizarre to just watch it happen in real time and to be calling it out in real time and having the tech giants and all this bullshit fucking block you from speaking the truth, taking down your YouTube channel. I mean, the amount of damage that's been done by censoring the people that have been right about this all along is astronomical. It's so much more than the amount of potential damage that we were actually wrong on this. And on the pharmaceutical side of it, remember a couple months ago, there was the study came out that said that depression and anxiety and all of that stuff is not actually caused by a chemical imbalance. So all of these depression and anxiety and that all of these depression and anxiety meds that they've been prescribing for the last 25 years to deal with this chemical imbalance were actually doing more harm than good. I saw four commercials just watching a couple episodes of a show the other day on Hulu, because I don't pay for the Hulu without commercials. Uh, (laughs) uh, I'm a cheapskate like that. But I saw four commercials for antidepressants and anti-anxiety meds, like the same stuff that they've been pushing and selling for the last 25 years. I'm like, wait, so there are actually studies out that have said very specifically that this was not the problem. These meds are doing more harm than good. And not only are we still prescribing this stuff, we're still running advertisements and promoting it as this is, if you have depression and anxiety, get you some of this shit and it's going to fix you all up when it's been literally proven to be the complete opposite of that. But there, there's no, like, there's no liability. There's no, no billion dollar lawsuit that's coming on that stuff. Like, It'll get brushed under the rug and everybody will forget about it. The yeah. cases where Pfizer and Moderna and the and the big pharmaceutical companies are getting hit on stuff, it's few and far between. And and yes, like Pfizer has paid the most in lawsuits of any company on the planet, but it doesn't like they're still one of the most profitable companies on the planet. It hasn't changed anything. They still just keep rolling out more and more shit that's poisoning the human population and like nobody's stopping them from doing it yeah well that's the other you know you you listen to these like fucking idiot like blue check marks on twitter talk about well alex jones like profited off of defaming these people i was like did he though like how much fucking trouble did he actually get in for this that cost him every like he lost all of his fucking um payment option like he got fucking deplatformed off of everything I don't know how much money he made off of the Sandy Hook thing. It was like the biggest fucking mistake that he's ever made. <laughs> and meanwhile, Pfizer is making trillions of dollars off of lying about this va- this vaccine. It'll be in the fucking trillions easily when all this is this is ridiculous, man. This is absolutely ridiculous. And to your your point, you know, like when you see those commercials, it, you know, it's like 15 seconds of the commercial is like somebody like playing outside or whatever and like and then in the last like 45 seconds of the commercial, they cram in like 85 side effects that are like 50 times worse than the dream. You know, it's like, take this allergy medication. It might cause you to like bleed from your ears and your ass. And like, you know, you'll have like 50 side effects that are like a thousand times worse than the actual thing that you're treating. And I don't remember anybody talking about side effects from the COVID-19 vaccine. There weren't any. It was like the first thing that you were going to take that it was perfect. There's nothing wrong with it. Nothing bad was ever going to happen to anybody that takes the vaccine. 99% eff- uh, efficacy. It was like yeah, and safe, safe and effective. Like perfectly safe. Yep. Nothing bad. There are no side effects to this whatsoever. Just shut up and take it. And once you do, you won't get the, you won't be able to get COVID-19. And then after people started getting it, they're like, well, yeah, you could get it, but you can't transmit it. Don't worry about transmitting it. It's like, oh, well, we didn't test that either. And it turns out you can do both. And uh, also turns out it wasn't as safe and effective as they originally built. So the whole thing has just been, you know, month by month crumbling. They've been 100% wrong on all of this. They've made the most outrageous and fraudulent claims I've ever seen. Like, I've never seen any sort of medicine with the claims that they were making on this vaccine. Like, and then just you how perfect getting it, it was. Then you got people getting it a second and third time. And they're like, oh, well, you just have to get more boosters. And then and then that'll protect you from it. And then eventually it just hit the point that it was like, yeah, you're probably still going to get it. But it's not going to be as bad. That's like, Yeah. <laughs> but don't forget, you know, if, you know, by the grace of God, you get caught in a hurricane 
or an earthquake or something like that, make sure you're vaccinated because everything is just worse if you're not vaccinated. It's like, dude, this is the clown world that we are living in is it's unbelievable. It never ceases to amaze me. I just can't believe that what we're seeing come out too. It's like not even gaining any traction. Is it in like the, you know, the corporate press, the mainstream media or any, is anybody else talking about this? No, it's uh, like, there was the article on the blaze. You're not getting anything from MSNBC or CBS or like any of the big, none of the big networks are talking about how the, this executive said that they, the, they didn't test for transmissibility. Like it's, it's only on the, like the fringe. Uh, right. The outlets. people that have already been, um, you know, disqualified from speaking on the topic because, you know, we're rabid conspiracy theorists that just happen to be right about literally everything, literally everything. Just listen to us. I don't, it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And, you know, the, I know we can't go after Pfizer because the, the federal government shielded them from any liability. What about all these other people making these claims? Well, that I saw there was a picture of Bill Gates and he had he had talked about this. Like, I mean, some of these politicians were some of these politicians were encouraging people to get it, pushing their legislation. I mean, Joe Biden was pushing vaccine mandates based on the you can't get it and you can't transmit it. Uh Shouldn't there be some sort of accountability for him or all of the other politicians yeah. that were using that as the justification for for putting people out of work, for literally costing people their jobs because they wouldn't get a thing that has uh, basically been proven to do little to nothing. It didn't do any of the things they said it would do. It didn't prevent you from getting it, doesn't prevent you from transmitting it. The side effects, we have no idea what they are yet. Uh, and like the more time goes by, the more we see adverse effects of this. And it's like it's getting to the point that they can't just keep brushing it under the rug and pretending that it's all like uh, we don't really know where this is coming from. Like medical reports are coming out. You're seeing the thing where the uh, uh, the coroner is pulling a 15 foot fucking blood clot out of a dead body that was vaccinated and they're like we're not seeing this from people who have died that are unvaccinated but every like every autopsy we do on people who are vaccinated we've got these like giant blood clots that are just like filling them up they, they would have like, just been better off giving everybody a placebo <laughs> like, like really it would have just been fine and to, to the point you were you were making before with like these celebrity endorsements like imagine being somebody with influence you know you're in the the national spotlight and you're endorsing a vaccine like compare that to like you know like you want to try the product out before you endorse it you know like oh i'm not going to put my name behind like coca-cola or something like that until i try the product and they're just like hey take this drug take this vaccine i could never imagine endorsing a fucking drug to hundreds of millions of people just how fucking careless that is. It's unbelievable. How many of those like mashup videos did we see with celebrities all saying, you know, Dude. we all have to do our part. We all have to wear a mask. We all have to get our vaccines and da da da. Like, yeah. Like, and they, they would do the fucking dance videos and shit on like nighttime, the talk shows with like, you know, Jimmy Kimmel or whatever. They're doing weird shit. It's unbelievable, man. It's really, really fucking unbelievable how um, careless these people were just endorsing something that, A, they had, like, I guess they tried it, but they didn't, you know, they had no, like, long-term um, proof of anything. And it turns out all of these tests that, you know, you if you were relying on Pfizer, shocking, they lied about everything. <laughs> And if you're relying on the government, here's another shocker. They also lied about everything. It's just crazy that people would be so um, quick to endorse something so reckless. It's unbelievable. And then, you know, that one video of that actress, I don't even know who that actress was, but like half her face is paralyzed. And she's like, yeah, I'd do it again because <laughs> this is what we do. What? That's the that's the thing that's the most concerning is the the cognitive dissonance that's required for some of these people that 
have had children die. Uh, there was there was one lady that it came up on Twitter a few times, and like people finally stopped sharing it because it was just so fucking gut wrenching. But like she was so proud of the fact that she was getting her five year old vaccinated, and two days later the five year old was dead. And it's like Jesus Christ, like this is and. And then she was like, still, still praising the vaccines of what a good thing it is and how happy she is that we have these vaccines. It's like, lady, this thing literally just killed your fucking kid. Like, what the hell? Yeah, I, I don't know, man. It, it is just, uh, it's, I'm speechless. I don't even know what to say to a person like that. I mean, you, you killed your kid. Um, and, you know, all, everyone pitching you uh, with these fraudulent claims had a hand in it. And, and none of, you know, that's, we're we're okay with that. I'm, <laughs> These are just I'm very proud of losses. I'm very proud of my son because he told he told my my ex he told his mom if you try to get me this vaccine I'm going to punch the doctor in the face I'm not getting it I was like good like yeah do not do not let her do this to you well and they've put these doctors in weird positions now where it's like if you come out against the vaccine you could lose your practice and your livelihood because now you're a quack it dude they've the amount of damage that they did to medicine and science over the last couple of years is astronomical. It, it, I've never, I would have never imagined that they could just completely destroy it, like industries like that quickly with just one stupid fucking lie. Uh, anyway, so we got what, like 10, 10 minutes or so left. Yeah, I can go about 15. All right. Uh, what the hell were we talking about before? <laughs> well i think it's it's probably time to move on right so we got what do we got well Tulsi. i'll say i did have i did have one more thing on the vaccine thing because you talked okay. about like the the amount of research and what all had gone into it um i there were people that talked about how it was actually researched for like 20 years they started with the i can't remember it was either swine flu or bird flu one of them back in like 2004 or something was when they first started like researching the the coronavirus vaccines and it's like okay yeah that's really cool that they started researching it back then like did you actually go look at the research that was done because every step of the way every time they got to animal trials all the fucking animals died like there were there were a couple of trials one with ferrets and one with cats where literally all the animals died like everything that they tested it on it just killed them all and then once they got to human trials the the very limited sample sizes that of the human trials that they did they didn't even have a control group because what they came out and said and eventually admitted to after the fact was that when they were giving everybody these vaccines, like you're supposed to give certain number of people in the or in the group the vaccine and give the other ones the placebo so that you have a control group and you can see how it works. But they felt that these vaccines were so important that they just gave it to everybody. Yeah, so, yeah, we we talked there was about no that actual on the show. It's outrageous. I couldn't fucking believe it. That was like one of the most outrageous admissions where it's just like, well, once we knew it wasn't killing people and it was kind of working, we just couldn't go through with the placebo portion of the trial. And it's like, well, you didn't complete the trial, so you don't know if it's safe and effective yet. And you just abandoned all protocol for yeah. fucking damn, for this. damn scientific process let's just oh my god yeah i could not believe what i was reading when i saw that it's just another stunning admission and they just like they're just admitting these things like it's oh it's no big deal no big deal you guys wrecked the fucking world over this yeah it's, it's unbelievable and the amount of people that will carry water for them is unbelievable like they would never carry water for pharma big pharma pfizer or, or a lot of these politicians if it was any other issue any other fucking drug or it wasn't coronavirus and you hadn't they hadn't been propagandized to just like be these like obedient um lemmings it's crazy to to watch especially these like really granola -y, like hippie fucking hollywood people uh, just get behind pfizer all of a sudden and pfizer can do no wrong wasn't that the craziest thing about the the whole thing was in, I don't know, just as recently as like 2019, everybody on the left was anti-big corporations, anti-big pharma, anti-all of this stuff. And then fast forward, like, what, 12 months, nine months? All, what When was it the, the vaccine started coming out in like 
October, November of 2020. That's when they really started to, yeah. it was really starting to re, to look like a realistic thing that it was going to hit before the end of the year. Like, I think they were trying to get it out before like holiday season. Yeah. The and all of a sudden, people got it all, first. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But all of a sudden, you got all of these people who literally a year before were anti big pharma, anti big corporation, just bending over backwards to suck Pfizer's dick. Like, yes, please give me more of that shot. We need we need this. Yeah. We can trust you. Absolutely. You've never done anything yeah. wrong. Why and would then, we ever expect? <laughs> yeah. And like these are people that also freak out about profit motives in general. Well, they're like, oh, well, they're just doing it to make money and they'll say anything to make money. But not when it comes to this vaccine, like everything just went out the window. It's just amazing that people can abandon all of their principles like that. It's something, man. It really is something. Anyway, though, we should uh, I think we should talk about Tulsi Gabbard a little bit before we before we head out. Yeah, let's uh, say we can wrap up on her. Um, I've been thinking that this was coming for a while. Uh, Something that is getting brought up a lot from, I guess, sort of people in our circles, especially people who are more in, uh, I guess, I, I these days I lean a little more post libertarian ish. Um, and especially people in, in that side of things is, well, look at all these bad things that she's said on guns and, and different stuff. And I've always gone back to those things, especially like when she was when she was running her presidential campaign uh, in like late 2019 and early 2020 for the Democratic uh, position or for the, the Democratic presidential nomination. And you would listen to her on Rogan and you would listen to her on like other shows where she was just talking to people and talking about the things that she believed and the things that she wanted to accomplish. But then you would hear like the, like the stump speeches and like what she would say on stage and what her website had on it. And, and I was like the things that I was taking away from listening to her and kind of watching her was there were things that it felt like she was saying to keep herself on the good side of the DNC that were not those things weren't echoed when she was like speaking off the cuff and just talking like a normal human being to people. So I never really bought a whole lot into some of that, some of that stuff. But at the same time, like it is a, it is a concern. Like how much does that stuff actually, uh, does she believe in that stuff? But yeah, I, it felt like the democratic party was not, the place for her for for a long time especially after they just completely railroaded her campaign like she she ended Kamala Harris in one night and then they wanted nothing to do with her after that yeah yeah it was like the Kamala Harris thing and then remember she got into it with Hillary Clinton too like shortly after that and I think that was like it. it's like all right we're done with this check even though technically she checks all of our boxes she's a you know a, a minority or a woman of color a woman and a woman of color and you know um she has a lot of like pretty well she at least you know professed a lot of um liberal positions you know she's horrible on economics you know military Uh, background yeah she served in the military and that was a big problem because she wasn't all gung-ho for the military you know she's not just going to go to war with you uh with fucking russia and start world war three over ukraine and things like that so um she wasn't totally on board with the military industrial complex. And like, that was it. You know, you have to be lockstep with these fucking lunatics in Washington or they will fucking wreck you. And uh, the Hillary pretty- thing was really funny because Hillary was like, she's a Mossad agent and a, and a mole for Putin. And then, yeah. and then Tulsi comes back and she's like, well, how about all these times where you've been working with Russia here and here and here and here. And it's like, she, yeah. she brought receipts and she's like, what about you being a Russian, a Russian plant? And yeah. <laughs> that, that really pissed him yeah. off. Like well, you, and the last thing that you can do or is bring is actually bring evidence because then they really hate you. Right. And she's she does really good, like scathing fucking um, comebacks or what did she, she called her like the queen of some, I forget what it was. I can't remember. But it was a great it was like worded perfectly. And the wording that she came up with when she's like the fucking Democratic Party has just gone off the deep end was very like a very scathing indictment. Um, so she's it's pretty interesting to watch the the reaction to her and then 
her just being like, I can't fucking do it anymore. And I, I think she believes that. I, I, like you said, you could kind of see this coming. I think she's believed it for a long time, probably since the maybe, you know, the presidential run. But, you know, she's she's rolling out like a new podcast or like she's got a show now on you. Is it on YouTube? Probably. Yeah, I think, you know, so she was like going on Rogan, starting a new show and coming out against like the Democrat woke party of bullshit. And so I think this was strategically timed, but she's been thinking it for a while. Yeah, like she's been. one a good tie in with that is you you see her coming out against the the woke bullshit and and she's been pretty anti the whole uh supporting ukraine and like pushing us closer and closer towards a third world war did you see aoc's town hall where that dude just like blew up on her and was like you are you are supporting sending all this money and everything to ukraine you are supporting pushing for more or pushing us into a world war like if nukes fly, if the nukes fly none of this stuff that you're talking about matters because we're all going to be fucking dead like we we elected you to be against the establishment and you've become everything that we hated and everything that we elected you to be against like that the that 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 guy blowing saw, up on her was yeah i saw the headline for that article right before we started and i was like oh man i wish i had time to read this one cuz i love to fucking beat up on aoc one of my favorite punching bags but yeah i mean it it's just I don't understand how anybody could believe in politicians like that they're actually going to do what they they say they're going to do. I mean, Tulsi seems like a normal person, especially when you see her on Rogan. I haven't watched the the whole thing of her most recent appearance, but she seems like a like not a lizard person from D.C., <laughs> which is why she's not fitting in with this fucking party. And she can't just go along with every crazy thing that they're doing. I wonder, what do you think? Uh, she's gonna do you think she's just gonna go like independent or has she said what she's gonna do she hasn't made any indication there are some rumblings that she may move towards the gop i don't i don't see that happening there's you know there's always andrew yang's forward party but i, I don't know that she's right. a really good i forget fit. about the forward party i don't know that she's necessarily a really good fit with that either i, I don't know i think she'll i think she'll probably lay low and just be like a uh, be a public figure, but not a political figure for a while and kind of see where it's the chips fall and, and let, yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, it, the, the midterms are going to be big and how things play out in the midterms is going to shape how things go for the next couple of years for sure. If not the next like six or eight years. So she may just kind of lay low, do her public commentary, you know, go on, do the, talk show circuit and go on Rogan and others and other stuff, go on the news, uh, the different news programs, go on Tucker or whatever, and, and just kind of do that for a while. And then, and then once things start to kind of shake out, then make a move in whatever her next direction is. I mean, I think it could be one of those things that she does a, uh, you know, 10, 12, 14 months of rebranding and kind of builds herself as a, a good sort of moderate GOP type candidate that that can actually get garner support and she may go in that direction. I'm I'm always a little bit suspicious of that kind of stuff. Like if she went if she softened on some of the gun control stuff and actually came out like really pro Second Amendment, came out like anti-abortion or at least not pro-abortion. Right. Like then then I might start to to have some faith in it. But yeah, she's gonna she's gonna have to do a little bit of a rebranding if she wants to go in that direction, I think. Yeah, I think the GOP would would do well swapping uh, her for Liz Cheney. <laughs> I, I wonder if uh, the Mises caucus is going to start courting her. That'd be hilarious. I mean, she's she is red pilled on a lot of things. But yeah, I mean, if if she believes the especially I mean, the economic stuff for me is just a fucking deal breaker. But, you know, if we can get her into our um, our circles, maybe, we, you know, she's been red pilled on on certain things. Maybe she's open to a lot less socialism. I say I think some of her like socialism light uh, policy directioning was more based on what was sort of popular within the DNC at the time, because yeah. I mean, you had yeah it's Bernie, hard to, AOC, right. like a lot of a lot of those uh even even liz warren had some sort of a, a socialism light type of 
ideas. Like a lot of the candidates in the 2020 election were talking about that kind of stuff. So it is hard to tell. Yeah, it's hard to tell what they actually believe and what they're just saying because they're running for president on this ticket. And you kind of have to say those things. Like if I ever ran for president, I would fucking lie about everything. And I would come across as like the biggest fucking like swamp creature of all time, just all these meaningless platitudes. And then, yeah, once we get in there, I just fucking hijack the whole thing and abolish it all. I talked about it on an episode of my show a couple weeks ago. Like if, if I could go back, uh, knowing the things that I know now, I would get involved with the democratic party and I would just say all the dumb bullshit. And then as soon as I got myself, like I got my roots dug in and I got where like they couldn't get rid of me and I got all of their money and everything. And then I would just do whatever the fuck I want. Cause like once you're in, there's nothing they can do about it, especially once you're in and you've got the money in your pocket. Like then you're then you're in, and then you can just do whatever you want. That's why that's why um, Joe Manchin just can fuck them up every single time they have a bill come through because he's entrenched. He can be as he can be as moderate or even like conservative as, as he wants to be because they're never getting him out. Yeah, and in Kentucky, where I come from. I would be in a, a district that would have been similar to like Joe Manchin. Like I could be the uber conservative Democrat and I would keep getting reelected. Like they would never, nobody would ever even try to get me out. You got to learn to play the game. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that is very true. You know, we didn't build the sandbox, but we should figure out how to fucking own it. Yeah. Um, all right. You, you got to roll. You want me to just wrap the, the show without you? Yeah, I say I can uh, drop my camera out and mute my mic, and then whenever you end it, it'll just everything will upload on my end, and I can put the video together and clip it all. Okay, sounds good, man. All right, I will see you later. Adios. All right, so it's just me now. I think you know that's that's pretty much where we were going to end it anyway. But he's he had to run. I was a little late starting the show because of some uh, technology issues, so uh, I didn't want to hold him over while we. You know, I, t- I tell you all the important things that I need you to do, which is basically just uh, download, subscribe and share the show. We need to get our, our numbers up. We got to pump these numbers up. They're rookie fucking numbers. <laughs> um, but I, I think it is important that we reach more people, you know, especially because of I mean, just look at this last episode. Everything that I've been talking about on this podcast basically since we started because we started at i started i think in like 2019 like late 2019 and so right before you know we were probably going for a few months before all this crazy covid shit but i mean i'll stand by my fucking track record on all of this stuff and i think i've been right about just about everything unfortunately i'm not able to to speak to hundreds of millions of people yet of course you know maybe there's still hope that i could be the next joe rogan someday but um, I, I would like to be able to reach more people and, and grow this show a little bit. So if you guys can do that and it, it is, we're about halfway through October. So I'm not sure what the big October surprise is going to be. If I had to guess, I would think, um, or I guess make a prediction. I think the surprise would, would not be a big surprise, at least, uh, for the listeners of this show, but I expect the economy to, uh, really go off uh, a clip. We might have like, a, one of those like quintessential black Mondays in the stock market where it, when you look back, you're like, holy shit, the stock market dropped by like 2% today, you know, a couple thousand point drop. And it just starts this, um, this cascading effect throughout the economy. So that would be my prediction, I guess, before, um, before the November elections, like the wheels are just going to come off of the stock market and, and things are going to look really bad going into these midterms. I, I know Joe Biden is trying to stitch the, keep this thing fucking stitched together. Um, he's releasing another, was it 10, 10 million barrels from the strategic uh, petroleum reserves, which again, is just like a couple days worth of, of, of shit, you know, and the, what was it? The Saudis are, are um, uh, throttling production. Sorry. I, I got like no sleep last night. My brain is completely fried, but they're throttling by like 2 uh, million barrels a day or something. So they're just making up for like five, five days of, of their production, but he's trying to keep these gas prices low. Um, I know we had that one month where the, the prices went down a little bit or something. And, that's over now. 
And going into this election, I think you're going to see prices really start to, to tick up, especially in the um, oil and gas arena. And the the stock market, I think, might one of the, the big surprise might just be that it, it just might be like, oof, the stock market, the bottom has dropped out of the stock market It has just been teetering. Uh, at, at these uh, major support levels uh, across all the all the indices, you know, and so um, that, I guess that would be my prediction. But anyway, I don't know why I started talking about that. Uh, share the show, like I said, download and subscribe. We we do have a Rumble channel where the video is up, so if you guys want to um, look at our beautiful faces while we talk, you can do that. Uh, Justin usually puts it up a day or two after the audio comes out, so look for that on Twitter at pedal fiction and become a supporting listener of the show. Uh, I am working on getting some, some new advertisers here, but um, in the meantime, it, it really does help any, you know, any penny that you give uh, to the show goes right back into advertising and trying to grow the show and increase our reach and stuff like that. So if you want to become a supporting listener of the show, I will link to that in the description and then you can join us for the Friday night happy hours which we will be doing one this Friday and that will be what's that's the 15th, I think. Oh no shit. Today's Thursday. Holy shit. Okay. So it'll be tomorrow, the 14th. Uh, time sure does fly when you're having fun. And those are usually a good time. So we'll be doing that tomorrow at 8 30 PM central standard time. I moved it back an hour so that it's easier for all the West coast folks to make it. Hopefully I get to see everybody then. And if you guys can do all that for us, we will be back uh, probably, well, maybe Saturday, but yeah, probably this weekend with a brand new episode for you. And until then, you know the drill. Just keep on pedaling that so-called fiction. Peace.